mind wanders and we say we do not like it. But the mind is a worshipper of pleasure or happiness, sukha. That is its prakriti. If it is going out to somewhere, for sure it is seeing pleasure in that direction. It can be understood that the mind can be a little foolish and can start seeing pleasure where it is not. But if the mind does that, then it will be corrected by experience, correct? You go to some place thinking that you will get happiness from that place, you didn't get happiness from that place, you won't return to that place. How is it possible that we keep returning again and again all our life? That means we are drawing some kind of fake happiness from places where forget spiritual joy, even material happiness is not really there. That's bad, very bad. And to make things worse, we are calling our experience at such places as an experience of happiness. No, that's quite interesting and equally absurd, obviously. We are going to places where we are not even happy. And we know we are not happy there and yet we are returning to those places every day, every night. But you somehow have to justify to yourself why you keep returning to those places. The actual reason is fear. The actual reason is faithlessness. But the ego does not like the connotations attached with these words. The ego has learned to not to call itself a coward or an infidel. So the ego will not say that it is going where it repeatedly keeps going for reasons of fear and faithlessness. So the ego says, I'm going there because I find happiness there. The, re the real thing is you do not find even happiness there. You do not find even happiness there. And the moment you admit this, that the places you keep rushing to repeatedly do not offer you even happiness, you are liberated from those places and you are liberated from the wandering. But we will not admit that. Because it requires guts to admit that. It requires a certain detachment from the status quo to admit that. We are a victim of our own inner conspiracies. We don't name things rightly. We don't spell stuff out correctly. We are brilliant artists, makeup artists. We are adept in calling false happiness as happiness. We pretend to be happy when we are not even happy. And all of us here know fully well what I'm talking of. Go to your social media pages and you will see what we are particularly dexterous in doing. We hide our own sadnesses from ourselves and we play up our happinesses, don't we? That's not only the face we like to display to the world, unfortunately, that is also the face we like to display to ourselves. We want to tell ourselves that all our life investments, all our running around throughout our life has been successful. We don't want to admit that we have utterly failed. So we want to pretend to ourselves that we have succeeded and hence we are happy. And if you dare admit to yourself that you are not happy, then you will have to immediately and equally admit that you have failed. And if you have failed, then you risk losing everything. If you are an utter failure, you will lose social standing, 
you may even lose your wife or husband you will lose your kids respect so we keep telling ourselves we are somebody and we have succeeded we are all right we keep lying to ourselves now what spirituality can help in this what kind of process can assist someone who is hell bent on cheating herself if somebody outside of you is duping you then you can be helped but if you are hatching a conspiracy against yourself who can help you